Welcome to Technovation. I'm your host, Peter High. My guest today is Shanti Iyer. Shanti is the Chief Information Officer of DocuSign, an agreement cloud company that's become a verb as we DocuSign numerous agreements. She's been in a role for a bit more than a year. She and her team have been tasked with helping the organization scale while also enhancing employee experience and data strategy along the way. Shanti knows scaled operations as she spent more than two decades at Cisco, ending her tenure there as the Senior Vice President of the Data and Analytics Office. Shanti, welcome to Technovation. It's great to speak with you today. Thank you so much, Peter, and I'm glad to be here. Thank you. Looking forward to it. I am as well. Thank you. But first, a quick word from our sponsor, Cisco, and the company's Senior Vice President and General Manager of Global Customer Experience, Thamaya Subaya. As customer expectations evolve, Thamaya wanted to take a moment to share how companies can stay ahead of these shifting expectations and make informed decisions on the future of work. Thamaya, over to you. Hello, everyone. This is Thamaya Subaya, SVP and GM of Global Customer Experience for Cisco. Businesses have had to make a dramatic shift to align to the rise in customer expectations, especially in this new hybrid work landscape. Work is a product of people, technology, and places and our perception of the future of work is constantly being reshaped. Cisco CX helps you make those informed decisions as customer experience continues to evolve. And hybrid work helps you support that evolution. It's here and it's here to stay. Just search for Cisco CX to learn more. And now on to our broadcast. Well, let's begin with uh, with DocuSign itself. I have to imagine that prior to joining the company, you had some experience with it, and I'd be interested in your outside impressions as well as why this opportunity excited you. One is it's a great brand. Um, it is very easily recognizable brand, and I have personally used DocuSign many times. Um, so I, you can call me a user prior to joining the company. Um, and two things resonated very well for me. One was just the ease of use. Um, you know, all my home documents. I just recently bought a home about two and a half years ago. Everything was done digitally through DocuSign. Uh, the other thing was sustainability. And I think the messaging about saving trees and all uh, resonated very well for me. So yeah, my association with DocuSign primarily was as a user. And I'd be interested in your in your role as Chief Information Officer. Um, what, what falls within your responsibility, please? Yes, I think for, so... For a large part, I run infrastructure operations and cloud operations for the company. I run employee experience for the company, and that includes things like employee productivity suite, desktop, laptop management, um, building management, et cetera. And then I also run um, data and analytics office for the company, along with the enterprise applications, which are anywhere ranging from new product introduction to recognizing revenue, the entire chevron of processes and their IT solutions are under my purview. That's excellent. And maybe we can dial into each of those, uh, or at least a few of those areas. Um, uh, with regard to employee experience, I'd be interested, you, you, you defined that a little bit further as you, uh, as you mentioned it. Uh, talk a little bit more about some of the, the, what you have introduced, you and the team have introduced in order to enhance employee experience. So when I first got here, Peter, there were many products in use. Um, In fact, almost half the company was using Google Suite, half the company was using Microsoft Suite. And while we were scaling, anybody could swipe a credit card and buy products of their choice. And that is usually not good for a company that is scaling and growing really fast. So a big task in front of me was, how do we consolidate and provide a more seamless experience for the employees. So we consolidated our 
collaboration software on Slack. We deployed Zoom everywhere, as well as Zoom conferencing capabilities in all our buildings. We actually narrowed down and moved all our uh, employee productivity suite to Google. Um, so we used G Suite for all our productivity suite. And as we understood more about the hybrid workforce, where some people are in the office, and even when they are in the office, they are there only for a few days a week, we wanted to make sure that the productivity software worked well. So we introduced a few things around whiteboarding capabilities that helped people run sessions uh, seamlessly between people who are in the office and folks that are remote. Um, one of the things we are doubling down on right now is what we call JML automation, joiner, mover, lever automation. That helps us manage almost a touchless experience when we can do it for people who are onboarded into the company or when they are moving jobs within the company or when they exit the company. So we wanted to really drive that through intelligent automation. Thank you for that overview. Very interesting. Um, I'd love to also talk to you about data and analytics. So you run the data and analytics office, as you mentioned, uh, obviously a really important topic these days for, for any firm and certainly uh, for the technology functions of, of uh, enterprises. Uh, talk a bit about the methods that you are using there in order to better process data and ultimately to make better decisions and so forth. And as you had mentioned in my introduction, I did spend six years at Cisco running data analytics office. It's a topic very passionate for me. Um, the main task ahead of us and in creating the data strategy, the first thing that I'm trying to get the company to uh, align on is the concept of a single data platform. It need not be a physical single infrastructure. But what we wanted to tell the company was there must be a single source of truth where people come to for key financials, key KPIs for the company, things that are about the customer's lifecycle journey. The way we were running it was every team had their own data set. And most importantly, they were not necessarily very good at sharing this information across functions. So the decisions were made in a very siloed fashion. So the first thing in my strategy was how do we create that central platform where people have one source of truth to come to that will connect data across multiple processes. So that I would say the single largest deliverable and undertaking for me and my organization is that. The second thing is about really engaging with the business to understand how do we create value from data. We saw a lot of people doing data work, but there were more dashboards. Just let me just create more dashboards. Let me just show more dashboards. It was, a, it was not catered towards really meaningful data for a seller, meaningful data for a customer. And can I provide it in the workflow that they are in? I don't want them to come to a separate dashboard to see the data. If you are in Salesforce, I want to provide the data to you in Salesforce. If you are in Anaplan or Oracle or any of the products we use internally, I want a data to permeate there. And that took, that's the second part of our strategy, really how do we build the data and embed into the workflows. And last but not least, we are doing, I would say we are just scratching the surface here at DocuSign, is really taking on advanced analytics. Can I build some propensity models on driving growth? Can I help the company prevent churn? Can I help development organization in understanding feature velocity? Um, and and where, where is the customer's usage pattern so that we can double down engineering resources in it? 
So that's kind of how we are approaching our data strategy. It's like almost a three-layered cake, starting from the foundation. I really like that. Uh, and a related topic I know that you and the team are working on is process automation more generally speaking, which obviously, as you you highlight, has some uh, significant touch points here. Uh, talk a bit further about some of what you and the team are undertaking there, if you would. Yeah, uh, we are starting with data, as you, as you heard from me before. Yes. One of the things that we observed was as we were scaling, people wanted to do the right thing. And rightfully so, they all throw bodies at the problem. So if we, when we started digging deep into various functions, the operational work that was done by those functions, whether it is finance, whether it is sales operations, a lot of it was manually people doing a lot of things. When we looked at that, it made sense when we were $200 million company, but for a $2 billion company, that work became a lot. So we started looking and focusing on top five to six processes in the company that were heavily manual and leveraging some technologies, we have started applying some automation concepts. And this could be billing, invoicing, managing tickets, managing uh, employees requests, uh, managing security vulnerability, automatically patching desktops. Any area where we felt there were a lot of human effort we wanted to really move that more to intelligent automation. And so we are leveraging a couple of technologies to actually solve that for us. Th this cannot happen without close partnership with the business. And we need businesses alignment to say, yep, that's something I want to prioritize with you. Um, so we prioritized five or six of them. We went to e-staff and said, these are the areas. And if this works well, we are going to save money and, and productivity for you that will free up people to do different, more better business work uh, in the company. And that resonated well for, you know, e-staff. And so I got the investments and we are working on that now. That's a great overview again. Thank you, Shanti, for, for offering that. And you alluded to how fast this organization is scaling. Uh, you also alluded to the fact that you had experience at Cisco. I mentioned it in the introduction as well. An organization, mm -hmm. obviously, that's orders of uh, an order of magnitude larger than this one, um, and therefore you understand what good looks like. Uh, in addition to perhaps some of the pain points associated with that level of growth, I'd be interested. I mean, clearly, some of the uh, it, uh, topics you've already covered are related to ensuring that there's a, a sound foundation in place upon which further growth can. Uh, can happen, but I'd be interested in what other insights you have in translating back mm -hmm. uh, from your prior experiences or translating forward, I should say, from your prior experiences into this one in preparing this organization for what's to come, which is of course, continued growth. Absolutely. I mean, coming from Cisco, one thing um, that helped me uh, was understanding scaled operations, um, understanding what are the frameworks uh, required to run things that you can rinse and repeat multiple times and do it in a consistent fashion. So I was able to bring that construct here to set up things like transformation office, enterprise architecture. Um, where I'm now spending time on, at Cisco, we were very comfortable and we were very good at doing a Cisco on Cisco story. I am DocuSign's first customer. Agreements are everywhere within the company. If I look at the company between a customer and a seller, between a buyer and a supplier, between an employer and an employee, we have agreements everywhere at DocuSign. So I'm now trying to put a process in place 
where when we are automating things, we are looking at a central source of truth for our agreements. We are enabling DocuSign in the workflow everywhere that there are agreements. And how do we then ensure that we are able to provide the other capabilities like signatures, ID verify, DocuSign monitor, and how do I drink my own champagne, right? So we are really working on putting some of those, I would say constructs in place in our automation work. Now, I'm also careful about not overcomplicating things because coming from a big company where complexity is part of our recipe, you know, it is not required for a $2 billion company. So I, while I bring a lot of learnings from Cisco, I also want to make sure and I keep myself in check so that, that I don't overcomplicate things here and keeping it simple is uh, the right approach. Yes, I, I, I really um, appreciate the extent to which there are lessons in, in both directions, uh, um, you know, perhaps issue, issues to avoid, but also opportunities to run toward uh, as a result of the experience that you have and now the opportunity that you have in, in an organization that is rapidly growing. Shanti, you've worked uh, within technology companies and technology divisions of companies for quite some time. You've had reason to partner with chief information officers. You are one now. Uh, I wonder, as you reflect across your journey, how you've seen the CIO's role and uh, uh, the, the possibilities of the role evolve through that time. I think it's evolved significantly, Peter. Traditional CIOs typically were technologists and they were asked to manage a lot of infrastructure, cloud operations, managing all the platforms in the company and maybe desktops. But today's CIOs have a seat in the boardroom, have a seat in e-staff. They report to the CEOs like I do. And what this provides is a unique opportunity for us to become a business leader. The demand of us is to be part of shaping the company's future. And that's very different. It requires different skills. And why we are in a unique position is because we can see the full 360 view of the company's operations. We understand everything on how a customer touches us and how we in turn show up to the customer. And so I, I feel the roles of the CIOs are evolving dramatically and CIOs are being demanded to be part of the company's digital transformation and to shape the company's future. I'm super excited about that. I also, uh, Shanti, would, would love to ask you about um, your perspectives as a, a, a female chief information officer. Uh, thank, thankfully, there are a growing number of uh, women in, in technology and women in roles, uh, the peer, peers of yours. And although certainly there's still a lot more room for growth uh, among women in technology as well. I'd be interested in your perspectives on progress made, but also progress to come. Definitely, there is progress made. I remember being in a lot of meetings, boardrooms, uh, where I would probably be sometimes the only female in the room. A lot of conversations. Uh, I still go to a lot of forums, external pitches. I go to a lot of venture uh, pitches, and I still see there is uh, room to improve. However, what I'm super happy about, and I'm very proud of, is how the women population are coming together in leadership roles. I am part of various forums now where women are advocating for each other. And you know, I, I, I use the word advocacy for a specific reason. When you're a mentor, you just speak to somebody, you coach them, you help them guide through things and you help them guide through coaching, et cetera. 
But when you're an advocate, you take interest in their growth. You actually find jobs for them. You actually help them grow in a different company. Um, and you take part in their growth, in recommending them for jobs, in uh, introducing them to other people, in making them part of a forum. That I see a lot more of now, Peter. And that is very rewarding to see. Uh, to be candid, I'm part of a Slack channel where 50 plus Silicon Valley women CIOs, we are together. And the kind of conversation we have there, the kind of help we offer each other, I, I love it. I think that is going to help cover the gap that I'm seeing in the boardrooms and in meetings. We still have a lot more uh, ways to go. So I'm not saying the work is done. We have a lot of uh, improvements but we still have a lot of way to go. And I think these kind of advocacy for each other is what is going to take us there. Yeah, great, great point. The, the power of the ecosystem. And as, as more female leaders get to know each other, the more, uh, the more opportunities can be spread and, and advice yeah. can be offered and so forth. Uh, I, I'm curious also, we've talked about a number of, of uh, trends of relevance to, uh, to, to the CIO community, but I wanted to ask you here towards the close of our conversation, if there are others we haven't covered that particularly excite you as you look to the future. I think a few that are top of mind for me, I was in India recently, I visited Chennai uh, for a personal reason, and I was introduced to this concept of UPI, the Unified Payments. I, the last time I was in India was two and a half years ago, and it was not this way. I saw a distinct change. Nobody, even small-scale vendors that used to come and sell vegetables in your house and milk in your house, were only accepting cash. And all of them had, of course, a mobile phone and a QR code. And that is how I paid all of them, even if it was very small rupees. And so for me, the concept of this fintech going places with different kinds of payment processing, making money and the kind of money movement in different ways more accessible to a common man, I think is was very provocative. I never used my credit card there, which was mind-blowing for me. I have an Indian account and I was using UPI everywhere. Uh, the other thing that I'm looking forward to is, of course, in the security space, it's always top of mind for CIOs. I know, and we are all working towards balancing between ending passwords and switching to more MFA using biometric. I think that is probably coming pretty soon. Um, security is top of mind. Uh, and being close to data, I think unleashing the power of data in AI in every workflow is something that is always going to be something that I watch for uh, and I'm happy about. I do like, and I'm, I'm inquisitive about crypto, <laughs> uh, but I know while I've invested a little bit in crypto, my interest is piqued, but I have not doubled down on uh, that yet. I don't know, jury's out on crypto, I would say, especially considering what's happening in the last few weeks. <laughs> I think there are many who are saying that these days, that's right. <laughs> I also wanted to ask you, um, Shanti, as you reflect on your own career, what have been some of the secrets to your success? What, what have been some of the actions taken, advice given, uh, anything else that comes to mind that have been difference makers for you on your rise towards becoming a chief information officer and the extent to which you might reflect on advice for others who might wish to walk in your footsteps so much the better? The, first of all, there has been a lot of learnings. Lots of people helped me along the way. Um, I wouldn't be here if not for all of them. 
if I can whittle it down to like three of them that helped me uh, in my career, the first one I would say is continuous learning, whether it is taking feedback, absorbing the feedback, constantly trying new things, continuous learning and doing different things helped me. The second one is being consistent in your execution. Everyone has a brand and you have to know that brand and be consistent about it. For me, it was consistent execution. When people wanted to get things done, they could count on me for it. And that helped in establishing a reputation. And last but not least, probably the most important is compassionate leadership. It's not about just being there and giving them some meaningful work in your to your team. It is more about really caring for them and more about feeling like you are part of a family and making them feel like they are part of your family. And I think that for me resonated. And one of the reasons why many people that were in my old company followed me here, and I'm very, very grateful for that. So those are the three that I would say that helped me. That's wonderful, wonderful advice. Thank you for the, that reflection. Well, Shanti Iyer, thank you so much for joining me on Technovation. It's been a great conversation covering your time now as uh, uh, Chief Information Officer of DocuSign, a bit more about your background and rise to this, this role. Uh, some of the areas that you and your team are focused on in the future. It's been a really great conversation. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much, Peter.